Hi everyone, welcome back to Conversations with Friends. My name is Namdi. First of all, before we even go into this episode, I want to discuss how there's been, how would I put this, anarchy afoot in my house. I was sitting down with my old dog because I followed the kids to my room. I thought I had a to do list. He looked at it on Monday. He now came and met me in my room and said, Have you, done your, have you, have you attended to anything on your to do list? I said, No, not yet. Do what this idiot tell me. Because he saw me lighting sent a candle in my room early in the morning. He said, Wow. So you can so you can light scented candle. But you cannot do anything on your to do list. I don't know what the two are about to do with each other, but it's fine. Ooh, hate speech. Hate speech. Every time I wake up this hate speech. Everything I do is hate speech. But we won't talk about how the fact that this uh, isolation has been a flabby wrong match. I'll be in my room sleeping. I woke my eye. Randomly, I was just somebody running past, running around the parlor, <laughs> dancing like a mad person. Fabi has danced on his own four times in the parlor alone. He has a room, bro. I know it's room. funny. I'm I'm generally a homebody, but why do I feel the need to just jump into that? Sometimes even without music playing, I just you know find myself you know wanting to express myself. And I'm 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 sorry, but I'm running mad from this. <sighs> I am going mad. I like I usually sit down at home sometimes. Run once a yes, week. Yes, like I'm not like I usually out yeah, yeah. people, so I don't get why we're this. I've literally sat down at home for a week, and I'm about to go mad. Yeah, it's crazy. Ah, this is insane. It's insane. I mean, if you go on a holiday, at least you go out. Yes, but here, just sitting at home. We're just watching CNN, watching like I mean, TV speak shows. for yourself. I haven't watched CNN. True, I've been watching CNN. All the major people are collecting the virus, so you know. You know that somebody said on the truth. Uh, that the coronavirus is payback to Prince Charles from Princess Diana. You know what I said that last time when, when we first heard it? Because they were like, that I can't remember the dates now, but I'm just going to give random dates just for context. They were like, they found out about it March 18th. But it's 13th. He saw, <laughs> he he saw, saw the Queen. Elizabeth, March 12th. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, Eliza. And the truth of the, the matter queen. is that if that woman that catches it, she's gone. Won't. One chance, but the husband, the husband, <laughs> see, see, I, I feel like her husband, he doesn't even have to catch him. The virus just passed over his head, and the one chance, if, if you, you never touch him, he won't be contacted to one he just passed over his head. Pim, one chance, because that guy is closed with caskets. As in, I said, picture of him, I think on somebody's wedding, we tested his eye was looking at him, it had come out of his socket. Deep. I was like, the skin on his face, uh, I was like, like, oh, do you should give this away? I said, just hang it up, take pills. But do the funny thing, Elisa is still looking like a normal 70 year old, but this is her nice, she is. Is she in her 90s? She has, she, no, she, she has not crossed over. She played the Golden Jubilee. Uh, that 50 years. Diamond. Listen, oh, that was 50 years. Uh, I think so. But I think she's 98 now. Wow. And she'll be to buy. Do not just won't quit. She won't quit. Let me just her age. No, she wants Charles to die before she... She wants Charles to die. So she can give the crown to William. William. Like, I feel like when she just, when she just saw that Charles has been hit to Korea, she was like, oh, <laughs> my prayers. <laughs> And then she now went, he knew, and he went, went to go and see her. See, plot. It's not how he did before. Plot for the truth. No, but it's not how he did before. That means his prayers are not answered. And has he given Camilla? Because <laughs> Camilla doesn't have Vito, which is unfortunate. She be their love. Which is fortunate deep. for her, not unfortunate. Let me not cut that person. Exactly. Boris Johnson has it. Eh? Boris Johnson. Who is that? Their prime minister. Yeah, the one with the hair, like um, somebody that is constantly uh, with she's ninety three, uh, blowing fan, ninety three. Okay, oh. I'm sorry, but this boy Johnson's haircut is abysmal. That's it now. Like I see, there's a constant small fan, a mini fan in front of the screen, constantly blowing his hair amok. 
Anyway, let's move on to the no, basis of the no. conversation. What were we watching now that's we're watching the okay. uh, guy on screen? <laughs> on What's his name now? Do you know his name? I can't What's remember. <laughs> you see, you really like everybody that watches this is going to be like I was being shady. I just can't remember his name. All right. Because it's just as for being shady. That if I come to me, that I can't say it now. Because if I say it now, it's just for being shady. I hate people doing this thing. Woo! I hate it so much. Because it's not like, oh yes, now this always being shady. Ooh. It's not like that. The shade. Okay. Anyway, um, we I stumbled across, like just going through my Instagram, and I stumbled across um, Toke's live, whatever. And she was having a discussion with somebody. I don't know his name, but, you know, Namdi knows his name and is refusing to say it. Anyway, they, they were talking about um, how religion treats uh, cases of clinical depression like how they handle it, how, especially in Nigeria, how they don't know how to effectively handle clinical depression. Okay, so I think let's start from the top. That's okay. Basically, that's what spurred up this episode because I just felt that. And wait, come to think of it, you did not even introduce me. I'm Yela, for the people who don't know who I am. Afoladi, so nobody give a fuck. Stage name Yela. <laughs> I sing, I write, I'm a superstar. Afoladi also acts. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like every episode that we put out. Don't do me wrong. <laughs> Don't do me this way. My father has made a couple of movies. If we continue to do this, I'll tell I'll tell them your video name. <laughs> <laughs> Don't test me. Don't test me. All that business. I was ashamed. Okay. I was ashamed. My father anyway. has made a popular Igbo movie. <sighs> a couple. Do you know that time when I was working in UB? When they you know when it's night time and there's no much work. That's how someone just randomly screamed from across the room. Oh my god, Falabi, are you in this movie on Morocco TV? I was just there. I was like, I was my there. god, make it stop, make it stop. But anyway, back to what we're talking about. Um, yeah, so what do you think you can describe or define as being um, being clinically depressed? I don't know. You that, should, like, that shouldn't be your first response to anything. But continue. Let me hit Google. My good sis Google. But like I feel like I feel like in Nigeria, yeah. depression or mental health issues are not not the issues, but mental health and mental health in general in Nigeria hasn't been taken seriously. I feel like it's our generation and this new generation that come like Gen Z and millennials are the ones that like sort of taking it seriously because We've seen. I don't even know why it's like TV that has like made us aware aware of what this is, or we just generally gone and found out what was wrong with us. But I feel like. But you know that depression has always been there. Yeah, I know. I know that depression has always been there. But it's always here. We always like to term it as, oh, the devil is at work. Yeah. Or, oh, something, that, or, something is holding your peace or holding your joy. Or you are mad, you are unstable, or blah, 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 blah. Somebody recently told me a story of um, how her, I say the person's mother, at the time, went became clinically depressed. But and she, she used to live in UK and everything, but she had to move back to get married to the father and blah blah blah. But I think she could not fully sweat herself with this place, and because of that, because she could not get her bearing, she became depressed. But they just felt that she had a school note, and they sent her to. What they call it? is it asylum? They call it or yeah. what they call it? Yeah, and because of that, she has never fully come out of it. 
till today. She's not in the asylum, but the fact that you know, in asylum, they will give you drugs, they yeah. will give you different things to monitor your whatever. Mm-hmm. So because of that, she has not still been herself, even up till today. That she's still like a a, a ghost of herself till now. So I'm online checking what does it mean uh, to be clinically clinically depressed. It's a mental health disorder characterized by persistently depressed mood or lots of interest in activities. Causing significant significant impairments in daily life. Possible possible causes include conventional biological, phys- psychological, and social sources of distress. Increasingly, research suggests that these factors may cause changes in brain function, including altered activity of certain neural circuits in the brain. Okay. So if we're breaking that down into layman's terms, what what are we talking about? So basically, it's like you are your general countenance. Yes, has changed. Yeah. In in my own head, whenever whenever I, whenever we talk about depression, because I mean, I've had bits of bits and pieces of depression in my lifetime, and <clears throat> um, the easiest, the fastest way I can describe it is like when the color just lives your life. Like, you know, we see in color. We do everything in color. But all of a sudden, it just becomes black and white. I don't know if you get what I'm, I'm talking about, where it's like, you don't see the joy in anything. You don't see the positive in anything. You just feel backed to a wall. Like, okay, literally the world is against me and I don't understand why the world is against me. Like, nothing is happening for me. Da, 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 da. So that's, that's the way I would describe being depressed because I feel like with mental health situations specifically, maybe besides depression, there's um, bipolar disorder, ADHD, yes, and all that. yes. So, like, even knowing, I feel like having bipolar disorder is like a different ball game, ball game, yeah. One. Because that was like manic depression, basically. Because yeah. that is what it used to be fed as manic depression. So if I just go in by what they're saying online, it's about it's like a mental disorder characterized by periods of depression and abnormally elevated moods. So what I've seen on TV is like a mixture of when you're happy, you're like extremely happy. And when you're, and when sad, you're sad, you're extremely like very sad. Bad. So it's extreme. Because even when they're happy, they go be buying stuff out. You're just and they're doing stuff more than yeah. whatever. Then crying yeah and things like that suicide and other sort of things i think even the genesis now that we've even established what it is you know that i think there's a difference between being depressed and being clinically depressed being clinically depressed is when you've gone to a doctor and they've certified that this what you are going through is depression you've been to a therapist and stuff and you're like okay this is depression depression medication antidepressants and so do you have a right to call yourself depressed if you haven't gone to a doctor to know for sure. Obviously, that's, now, that has always been my thing. Okay. Because I've always felt like, I wouldn't say you don't have a right to do something. It's that's how you are feeling. That's how you are feeling. And because I always sort of valid. feel like, people, people sort of throw that word out. Oh, I'm depressed. Or I, am, I have anxiety. Or I have everything. But I, are you sh- I'm not going to say, I don't want to like, trivialize anybody's process or their journey or life or whatever it is they're going through. 
But in my head, I'm going show for like, a fact. You need to be sure. There's a difference between being because sad for being a while, sad for and a while being or letting your issues like yeah. surround you. Yeah. But in another way, when your issues sort of gather around you, it does give you anxiety. It does give you some sort of depression that yeah. that. But if it's not if it's like a momentary feeling or whatever, you're just like down for like five minutes and you're like pepping you yourself you're trivializing people who are actually going through that thing because if you're hammering if you're hammering on the fact that yeah, you are depressed. Yes. I also feel that people that are actually now going through these things won't be taken seriously because of how you've sort of trivialized the issue. But to be fair, to be fair, on the other hand, I feel like people do get depressed and there, there are levels of For depression. sure. For sure. People do get depressed. The thing is that one should know, first and foremost, one should know the difference between prolonged sadness yeah. and depression. But the prolonged sadness, that was part of what they are saying here. Yes. That it is like a form of Prolonged sadness. Yeah. Cause I remember when I when I first when I went to England for school, one of the things that they kept saying was that we should see. Yeah. Because when Nigerians would come, like the first people that people that drop for the first time, or people that this is like the first time of being away from home that far. Because you know, going to uni in Nigeria is different, but it's like you your parents are still like a drive away or, if, or like basically like five hours away yeah. or one hour away by plane. Yeah. But if you're leaving the country, you're going to another country. It's a different ball game. Your parents can't just up and come meet you. That's an exactly. issue. So your friends can't up yourself. and meet you. Because coming to England is like, I remember I had, tra- I had traveled before. But going to England was like, I was going, yeah, I went to, I went to Scotland. Okay. I didn't know a single person there. And it was like starting all over again. Because you have to make new friends. You have to like, classmates. And whatever, whatever, whatever. So it was like a whole situation. So I think that's what we were emphasizing is like, oh, see a shrink because, you know, you get to a stage where it's all just calm down. And but like, one of these points I can remember, I was, I was sitting down randomly in a bus. One of the few times I was alone in, like, because usually I used to, like, my friends always, we were always, I think because our classes were always, all my friends, most of my friends were in my class. So, one of my closest friends, she lived down the road from me. So when the bus is coming, to pick up, when the bus is going to school, the bus stops at my house for it stops at her. So her house is like the next two bus stops. Yeah. So we'll always be on the same bus to school. So it was very rare that we're not on the bus together going home or something. So one of the few times we're together, I was sitting down, I got a bus from the market, I was going home. And I sat down. And I felt just, I just started crying on the bus. And it wasn't like anything that was happening. I just, I just started crying on the bus. And I, I think at that point I was fed up because I was like, over it. I was go back to Nigeria. I was over in class. Nothing was. There's nothing everybody was beating me there. I was just for anything. I was just excessive. Was happening to you at up. the moment? Yeah. Because I was like, you were overwhelmed a bit. Yes. Because I felt like a lot of things were happening that I just couldn't put together. Put together. Because before that time, I think I had I'd be used to like my life. My life had a schedule before that time. So I had been in England for like four months already, and I was like, nothing was happening. Was happening. I was like. Yeah. And before I the ended the bus, I was pretty okay. I was listening to music. So when I sat, I just sat just down. I was like, on our ways. Yeah. So I remember like a woman was sitting beside me and she just turned and took me. And she didn't even say, she just handed me a tissue and continued my business. Which is another thing that I feel like people abroad are still know how to handle situations like that. But I feel like if you just sit down the bus and start crying, 
Don't tell her that. I mean, someone said something some about how in Nigeria, like, maybe just fall down, like, a girl will just fall down the road and be like, in pain, or someone just crying, and be like, ah, auntie, you did do abortion. Because I tried to ask you the weather, because I just think you're running yeah, mad or something. Like, something. or did somebody die? Or something, something, something. The worst one that I see now is that when something happens to you in public, people are so quick to bring out their phones. Which is why it's funny, phone. because I feel like... And I think that is so absurd. It's so annoying, like, because your first... I feel like my first, first instinct is not to help... Will be What's the issue? Exactly. How come it's or if you're not willing to help, can you keep it moving? That's it. But I just never see. You never see that. That one is. Oh, what? Hey, how? Can we send it to Insta blog? Is this something that we can use to blow up? Or you get it's just crazy. Anyway, I think for for me, just like what you said, now made me remember something. Like I had always had structure in my life up until up until I finished uni. Because it was a case of you go to you wake up in the morning, you go to school, or when you go to secondary school or whatever, you go to school for a while, come back for holiday, go to school, write your exams, make sure you pass them, come back for holiday, do the thing, go to school, go to school, go to school like that. So my life was on a constant thing. What was personal for me, and I think this is another place we should go to, was and I mean I still deal with it on a daily now, but I have a I have a um, tighter grip on it now. It doesn't really affect me like it used to affect me. Was the role that things like social media, the role that that plays in causing, I won't say depression, but I mean depression is an end product of it, but causing anxiety and unnecessary pressure that individuals put on themselves. So I'll use myself as an example. Fine, I'm, I'm a musician, I'm a singer, and I'm an independent singer. I have always been independent. I have never been signed. I have never been sponsored. If anybody has sponsored me, it has always been family and friends. Do you get? So it's difficult sometimes for me to go online. Actually, with and I have and I have made progress in my journey. I won't even I won't I won't discount that. I have actually made progress in my journey. It has been somewhat slow, but has been evidenced by the grace of God. Here's the thing. I've, I grew up, I went to I went to a church, or, yeah, I went to a church that we had friends. Like, you know how you go to church and you have friends in church. I went to schools. Because we moved a lot in second, in, in, uh, when I was younger, because of my mom's work and blah, blah, blah. I have, like, a network of friends from different schools. The thing is, you get to see those friends. Shut shut your mouth. The 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 thing the thing with that is you things like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, da 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 da. People just put up what they what they are going through, which is usually the positive more than the negative. So there was a point where in my journey things were not happening for me. People were people were living their life and I wasn't, you know really, really progressing anything. I went to do this. It wasn't working. I wanted to get a job. Jobs were not coming. You know, I would go online because, I mean, that's the thing you have. Going online, going on the internet, checking what's up. And then you will see these people thriving. These are my age mates. Thriving. Sometimes even younger than me. I would see, I would see people that were, I, I was like their senior in school. Thriving. And at that point in time, I began to ask what is going on in my life? Those things, can I, can, I, 
I want to I want to say that those those things when you see people doing things, it shouldn't give you pressure. It should literally just fuel your desire to make your life better, but in a healthy way, in not in not a do or die way. Because fundamentally, that when they say all fingers are not the same, all fingers are not the same. Your process and my process are not the same. Maybe you were you were designed to hit it the first year. I was designed to hit it the tenth year. But if I give up give up in the middle. I'm not going to achieve that which has already been set aside for me. That's how I look at it now. But I did not have the I, I did not have the equipment to handle it then, or I was not equipped with the necessary tools mentally to handle it then. And so that is when I started to go into these spells of sadness and gloom. It started off as being two days, three days. Then it became a week. Then it became, I think, the most I have gone where it's like. And, and I experienced this last year, to be fair. The most I have gone, where I didn't even know I was like at that level of depression until people started asking me, what is wrong with you? I think it lasted for a month or a month and a half going to two months where it was like, I was just passive about everything. Like my mother had to literally call me to decide that, please, what is going on? Like, what is the issue? Let's try and sort it out. What? And my mother would never, she's not one of those people that's, you know, she's sensitive, but she's not that sensitive. So it was until she pulled me aside that I was like, ooh, there's something wrong. And so I had to, you know, reassess the whole situation and be like, okay, these are the tools that I need to get out of this slum. So social media, I think, is one of them. What else do you think? I feel like cultural, tradition, all those things have a thing to play. But what else do you think could spike stuff like this? I mean, like, now, with our generation especially, you know, with Instagram and Twitter. Mm. I'll say Instagram mostly, because Twitter is just for bands, usually. Yeah, so, that's true. People don't really show up on Twitter and stuff. I could, when people ask, when another people always asking why, why I don't, like, reply when people message me on IG. IG. I'm really on IG. I mean, I come on sometimes. Yeah. Like, and that's, but I rarely check. IG, like that, like that. I rarely check my messages on IG. If you're most, you're more likely to catch me on. Like I'll, I'll reply you on Twitter faster than I reply on IG. Yeah, because most of my friends that I talk to, we talk on Twitter. Yeah, and I realized that with IG, it's not begins to play with your anxiety that you're not doing enough. Exactly, because you see people that you started, you started with at a stage, and they're like at a stage that like you thought you're going to be. Yeah, when you were asked. Because I know, like, when I was 20, when I finished uni, I set, like, a lot of goals to myself. I remember, like, when I was 20, I always write to a particular website. And I had set a goal that, oh, by the time I was at 23, I was going to do that. And I said, before I get to this age, I want to have done this. Like, I, I thought by now, I got into that workshop by now. And this is certain things that I have thought. It's just according, sorry to cut you short. It's just according to me now that that thing that you said for yourself finally did not happen when you were twenty, but you did eventually get to write for them. Yeah, I did. Yeah, because I think what's funny was that when I finally did get to write for them, we're not really that. <laughs> I was like, you know, according to me, like every time I just sent because before that time, I had I think I had sent close to fifteen articles at the point. Nothing. Not one ever got picked. Yeah. Like, I point, before this, you my email. That's what did not stop. So I sort of forgot. I left it for like years. I never thought about it again for like years. It never hit my mind. 
So I think randomly, I think it was like 20, when were we in them? Two years ago? Yeah, I think 2018. Uh, That's right of mine as a writer. She just told me, oh, I had sent her something. I was like, I, I won't send this in watching. She was like, oh, that's fine. Send this in. It's like, I feel like it's something you would like. And I sent it in. And two days got published. I've sent a couple of things after that got published. I have like, I've done ghostwriting for a couple of people. Yeah, but this was years after you had dreamt or yes, hoped of that dream. you would hear. So like even after that, I had sort of gotten over it because I was like, now that I've gotten this, what next? Yeah. Because I feel with setting goals for yourself, where you don't hit those goals, you now you're like... Fall behind. Yeah. Or when you don't hit those goals at the time you have stipulated. Because even with Mariah, there's actually... I feel like that has a lot of procrastination in my own past. But there's certain things that like, but like with the podcast now, I have thoughts because I remember when I, the first podcast I ever started was with you. Yeah. And then podcasts are not really like a big thing in Nigeria. We just need to do it for fun. People listen. I'm just saying to our friends, basically. But even now that podcasts have become like a big thing, yeah. I'm sort of like, like when I put it out, I'm always like, Will anybody listen? Will anybody care? Will anybody give it down? Yeah, because people will retweet. But like, people will retweet, but like, are they listening? Because then, because you now begin to get anxiety about, oh, will anybody. Like, even my writing, I always talk about that. I never take my writing seriously because I always feel like it's not as good as it should be. Yeah. Because I've read other post stuff and I'm like, oh, when will yeah. I get but, but, sorry to cut you short again, but this is the thing. And I feel like it can work for you too. When I first started um, putting out music, I wasn't always very sure. If you can remember that time, I would have like maybe 10 to 15 people that I would send you to and it'd be like, oh my God, tell me what you think about this. And granted at the time, I didn't know, I didn't have all the chops I have now. So uh, there were mistakes. They were like this one, that one. Like I had people literally making me feel like, and maybe these were healthy critics and stuff. Some not healthy, obviously. You remember all those things now. But they made me lose whatever in myself. So I now found out what works for me. What works for me is when I, when I, when I write a song and I record this song, because I write many songs and I, that I don't record, but when I go a second step to record those songs, what I do is that it stays with me. It stays with me. I listen to it. I keep on listening to it. I find out what the faults are. I leave it, go back to it. I'm inspired by other things. I come back to it. When the song is finally ready, I literally have maybe one or two people I send to you being one of them. After that, I am done. I put it out. I don't care what anybody thinks because I have gotten to a level where I, I trust my instincts. And why, why, why did I get up to that level? Is because I have been doing it for a while. I have been putting out music for a while. I have heard really nasty uh, criticism. I've heard fair criticism. I've heard really good criticism. Do you get so I think in your case, I'm just throwing this out to you now that one of the things that you can do to get over that hump of am I good enough, am I not good enough is to literally jump. Literally put it out. Think of a concept, write it, publish it. You have your, um, what's it called? Your page. Your blog. Is, is it a blog? Yeah. But I feel like when I started like I've always known yeah. that I was the writer. Yeah. Like when I was younger. Yeah. Like I had a diary when I was a child. Yeah. Like so my mom sort of knew that 
this is the direction in which we're going. Like writing books or writing. Yeah. Because out of the six of us, I was one that was I would read anything. Yeah. I, I, I read an entire library. Yeah. When I was, I think, nine. My mom, my mom went for a school and I was on holiday at the time. And you're just going picking so books. So she was consulting for the school. So what she would do, she would take me along with her then. Yeah. My brothers were in summer school. The school I was in, they had summer school. I think I was in that school. I can't remember the issue. So she would take me with her. Yeah. While she was working. Yeah. And put me in the library. They didn't have a librarian at the time. They put me in the library. I was sitting in the library. I read books. And she would, and they would ask her, like, are you sure? They would be like, oh, just leave him there. You'll be fine. So like, I think, randomly, you know, the school just asked me, Something like that. Oh, I had read every single book that was she was like I used I was like I could, I could tell her every as when I read every single book and like, I read every single book and that's about it. Oh. The person wrote James and then picture every book person. Mm-hmm. And I've read books. And the Bitons, St. Clairs, um, sorry, Mallory Towers and Claire. Like I've read books. Hey, Lord, see. The one of the job was younger. Even Nigerian books too. I've read. So like I already knew that I wanted to because I used to just write random stuff when I was just random little stuff when I was so I assumed that. Ah, I probably won't take it seriously. It would be like, yeah. I knew that I want to do like pop culture stuff, but I knew that I would just write fiction as well. I just knew that I wanted to write pop culture, lifestyle stuff. Yeah. But I want a book out, like basically, like what I had written as a child, give out or something. But the pop culture thing would be, because I feel like pop culture is like a breeze yeah, for me. Yeah, it's like second nature. Writing funny stuff has always been a breeze for me. So, the very first article I wrote, I thought it was perfection. Spelling was, because I was very prepared for that the issue that I always have is punctuation and like spelling error. I barely check stuff like that. I don't want to, if I check, I'll not be changing stuff. And maybe and you I don't write, want to dilute the original yes. idea. But when I write once, I've given, I've given you the idea that has come yeah. out. So anything that, anything that I change will spoil it for me. Yeah. So I remember that I sent it out to this site. Why do the person, the editor message me, I'm like, oh, this is not, this is not yeah, type of stuff. It's not like my style of writing is not something that they believe. That's what appeals to the audiences, yeah. And two days later, this particular writer is the PR person now. Particular writer, he has, a, he has like two books, I think. I remember reading his first book, and, and I felt like we had the same style of writing. Mm. He was in our room, website. I was like, but this is exactly what I had been writing. Like, yeah. this is the style of what I've written. So, how yeah. come? You guys, and automatically you begin to ask yourself, like, oh, what is it that he is doing that I'm not doing? And da 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 da. Yeah, then second thing was that the Chimamada, I think I've applied four times, every time it's a no show. I remember, like, one time one of my friends said, like, he had also replied from them and said, oh, unfortunately, we're not whatever, whatever, next year, and I never got any reply. I was like. What is going on? That means I'm really not good at this. And that's not because true. to me, I always feel like, like I always, to me, I always feel like, oh, with certain things, you know how you, if you have this, you feel like if you don't get a Grammy, you don't get a nomination, you know, you don't get a top ten, you don't get a top, you don't even get on the charts. Which is issue. which is funny, mm-hmm. but you do re, you do realize and valid, but you do realize that all these things are highly politicized. Yes. I guess even like, up to and and I'm not saying that I don't know her journey I don't know her process I don't know how she selects and I'm not judging her but I'm just saying even up to the smallest slightest thing it is highly politicized you don't know if people are like oh people in her team are like oh I like that writer oh this person I've heard about this person in some conversation and da 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 and then the person gets on the list 
and they're not necessarily looking at what the person has to offer in terms of writing. They just know that, oh, the person can write standard, but okay, just come. Do you get? Yeah, yeah there are so many. One, one thing I'm realizing is that there are so many factors, there are so many elements involved. Nothing is black and white. Nothing is black and white. It's like, it's like okay, for me now, Oh, I've had, I've had, like, I have songs and everything, and people keep on asking, like, I, I know people that keep on saying that they don't understand why I have not blown. They don't get it, why I have not blown, because there are a lot of people who are like me, or alternative, not like me specifically, but alternative, and they are not doing as much as I'm doing in terms of content, and they are blowing. But they don't get why my songs have not gone far. And it used to wear me down like really really weigh me down really wear me down as well but then i got to, i had to realize that my time is different from other people my line is my line of or my sonic direction is different from other people do i do i trust in what I, am i confident 100 percent confident in what i do and that's that's another thing that you need to get to a level that you need to get to where you're like this thing i'm putting out here i know it's a hundred percent i don't care what anybody says i know it's a hundred percent like I won't be, and I mean, till tomorrow, I still feel some type of, when I put out music, I'm like, oh, do people like it? Do people not like it? But generally, at the back of my mind, I always know that, last, last, come what me, my songs have passed a certain standard. It is now a tasting if you like my type of music, but you cannot categorically tell that any song I have put out, yeah. from a certain point to any song that I put out, like, from when I've released for Labi the album till now, that any song I've put out is bad. You can say you don't like the song, but you you will not you cannot tell me that the song is bad. That is how confident I am about my stuff. Okay, like remember like when I, the last application I told Yeah. That was the most confident I've ever been on my right. Yeah. I was too sure. I think you you gave it to me and I read it. You, I'm, you no that I didn't send you that one. I didn't anybody this one because I was oh, like, okay. okay. <coughs> I want to be something that I had. I feel like doing that person, I was like, okay, what are the most, I was thinking of the most personal thing yeah. I write about. So I picked the moment. I picked, like, the process of walking from the car. I think, I think, I think from the car. Yeah. No, walking from, just walking into church, the day my mom's burial. So I, I just talked about the entire process from the burial. To the hand now, that already is a deep concept. Yeah. So, because I remember when I first wrote about the process of guessing, but I think the very first thing that I ever wrote was about the, 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 as in like the process of the death itself. Like how my mind was looking at other places and everything. So when I said, okay, and the last of that I read, they told me that, oh my God, that was like, it was very good. And they could literally hear me say it. Which is something I've always wanted. When I, when I read, because I've always said, the, how if, how I like how I think a book is good is when I'm reading a book, I can either see the movie or I can the, place the, myself yeah, in it in this space. Because I remember when I was younger, and that was why I got that hit for me when I was younger. Because mm. first I got a book I read, I think I read it in five hours. I was inside Hogwarts immediately, so I could see. In that world, yeah. I, I could see I could when I, when I, I remember when I watched the movie, I could see that everything happened. Because I already see these things happening in my head. Yeah. So to me, 
That's anyway, how that's anyway, how anyway, should, I have like that should be the standard, yeah. That's how I have really played there. Because I remember one of and the thing about me is I never like taking like I don't just read you know people go and read all this like very deep books. I read on the surface and deep and whatever. I and you know I've always told you this thing, and it's not because we're like best friends or whatever. The truth is, the the the, the honest truth is that if I am if I am sugarcoating stuff or telling you stuff just to make you feel happy, I am doing you a, a huge disservice. So when believe me when I say that when I read your stuff, I can see it. And my own mark, I don't know about general mark for for good reading. I'll be for good writing, rather. But my own standard is, if I read anything, can I dive into that world? Can I see it? Can I hear the conversation? And can it also keep my interest for a long period of time? Is this something where I... Because I don't know whether it's, it's partial ADD or whatever... I don't. That's the reason why I don't read a lot. I would rather go and read like pop culture stuff and stuff as opposed wow. to taking a whole book or book on music or book on artists or biographies and stuff. Those are the things I'm passionate about, so I'll stay till the end. But normal books and normal stories. The reason why I rather watch a TV show or or a movie is because, and even with movies, you know me now. I drift away and I come back to it. Is <laughs> is because a lot of things don't have the ability to keep my attention for too long. But I've told you a lot of times that when you write stuff, I'm reading it and my attention is on it. You haven't written a book, but the things that you have given me to write, I will read them and I'll be like, okay, I would smile, I would laugh at some points because I literally can hear you saying these things. I literally can hear the characters or whatever it is, them jumping off of the page and acting it out and seeing. And that to me is the true mark of a good writer. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I don't care what those standards are. You understand? It's just like even here, Niger- it's just crazy. Like, Nigerians and, and our standards, we basically just anywhere, anywhere Belef is, anywhere, if, if, if I release trash as a musician and it becomes a hit, then it becomes the standard. And people, people just rush under that umbrella of trash to continue that sector and everything. But the truth of the matter is, even as I am in my circle and I'm refusing to do what I'm, 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 I'm so, I'm, they, they think I'm supposed to do, the minute I begin to make it in this place that I'm in, that now becomes the standard. And that is what people will now start... you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. That's what people will now start tailoring their thing about. Well, how that relates to you is, you need to just create a standard for yourself and run with it. And not care. And that is why I feel like you should go back to not just newsletters, but you should go back to just writing a paragraph or something and publishing immediately. Just putting it up immediately. And whether it is your 10 people that read it, whether it is your 20 people that read it, that's fine. I don't have a, I don't have a large listenership, to be honest with you. But what, what makes me happy is when somebody can come up. And I had somebody in December that literally showed me, this is a total stranger. You know, if it's friends, you know that, oh, <laughs> but this is a total stranger that showed me on Apple, Apple Music, that I was one of the people he listened to most for the year, and that my album actually helped him in one way or the other. Have I done my job? I've done my job. Am I successful at my job? I am successful at my job. The only thing is that monetar- mon- uh, monetarily now, I have not begun to grasp the way a Davido 
is is making money or whatever. But have I entertained somebody? Have I brought the person hope? Have I have I made the person's day? I have done that, and that is my objective, or that is my focus as an artist. So, what is your focus as a writer? What is the end game for you as a writer? And I and to broaden it, I I feel like even for everybody else, because sometimes culture they will tell you I I, I kind of want to bring it back to depression in a sense. Culture they will tell you you have to get married, you have to go to school, you have to do this, you have to do that, you have to do that. Who says like? I'm I'm so happy for the stage in which we're in, where it's like all those things are being destroyed now. All those all those fundamental things yeah. that maybe culture and tradition and all those things have um put in place. There are so many radicals that are coming up now that destroying destroying it. I don't need to get married at a certain time. I don't need to have children. I don't need to do this. I don't need to do that. Questioning everything, which is the right stance to take, to be honest with you, because these things that we are doing, I won't say everything, but these things that we are doing, people, people did them. Do you understand? People created these things. People created, and if I say stuff like this now, it might go against some things in the Bible or whatever, and I'm a very spiritual person. I don't like to blur the lines, but this is the thing though. A lot of these things that we are doing today, do this, go to school, get married, do this at this time. A lot of human beings did it. And it is a tradition and, and culture that has pa been passed down from, from from generation to generation. You know, we're like married. I remember yeah. like, I'm, like I, I, I know this is like a segue from what I was talking about. No, no, that's totally fine. Like, from when I was a child, I always say marriage is not for me. Yeah. And I remember people would say, oh, when you get older. I think everybody came and said that thing, like, when you get older. Yeah, like, even before my mom, my mom, I think I hit her then. That it wasn't going to happen because, as she said, I think she said, or somebody had said that if it was going to happen, yeah, it would have happened already. Yeah. Because I, was in my head, and I thought I said, if it was going to happen, the first person I fell in love with was my person. Yeah. That's how. I Although that's not generally the case, but look I get, me. I get, I, I get. Yeah, like, that's yeah. how she felt like I was. She said that I was not the person that the first person I would be. But the thing about me is that I'm going to an age where I feel like maybe. Having a companion is not, is not my thing. Yeah. That being alone or being in a space is where... I know people say it's not healthy. You need but the thing is, the, the, the journey, you it was a journey to finding yourself. That that is what... Although you knew it generally then, but now you, know, you have lived by yourself. Being, like having a partner... Yeah. Was not... Like, marriage was not something I ever wanted. Yeah. And I, I feel like, yes, my parents from. sort of had... An inkling. Not even that, like... My parents have something to do with that. I feel like seeing relationships. I don't. I don't want to say my parents, but like, yeah, just in general. Seeing relationships around me and knowing the way you are, yes, your personality. I just yeah. didn't feel like seeing so. I'm just, I, I hate seeing people like in the morning. It's not my thing. <laughs> yeah, it's not that like I'm not a money because I, I, I wasn't a money person, but I just generally you gradually gravitate towards. It's not something you just jump into. I just don't like like the thought of seeing somebody on the same bed with me. Mm. December with me early in the morning would freak me out. Would annoy me. A. Because generally I have been with I've been in situations where I would, like like I have tried to like spend the night in somebody's house and stuff. And there's somebody spending next to me. I won't be I won't be comfortable. Yeah. It's just never been something for me. And it has nothing to do with how you feel about the person. It has nothing. Because I've 
I have, somebody has spent next to me and I slept out of the net and I, and I, I can't stand the person. Yeah. So, it's not that. I just, because even before, and I just felt like, I'm a very, even like having like, when we, when we became flatmates, it's not when I knew Oha, mm. that it mattered before me. Yeah. Because the smallest things will reduce me. We thought of like, oh, like I'm very picky about, my room can be a mess, but I'm very picky about like the toilets, how the toilets smell. Like random, because you have told me that time, like, you see me randomly clean the toilet in the middle of the night. Mm. I'll come back up and the toilet in the middle of the night, I don't know why I'm washing the toilet in the middle of the night. Or I'll be like, what clean the kitchen in the middle of the night? Like random things, but I feel like another person might not get that. And I'm not, I don't want to be putting somebody in a space where they're trying to understand yeah. my and quirks. It's, it's or something. a constant and it's not like, struggle. Yeah. Ah, I don't know how to handle this one though. Namdi does this in the middle of the night. And it's not something that I want to have to put somebody yeah then, but, i mean you've made up your mind that you know that's not a thing for you but can you imagine the millions of people especially in nigeria and i'm just using nigeria as a case study where it's like it has been hammered in their head for 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 ages oh, no. that they need to get yes. married they I, need I to have like, children like have a friend florence in my office to her the idea of not being of someone ever getting married is is yeah. is like how can how it just hits her that's it's not that big a deal exactly because but but the thing is that's how she was raised. Raised exactly. You cannot say so not yeah, not get married. That should be a goal. Whether you hate the person or not, yeah. even if you're fighting, you must you must get you must married. Because I'm actually saying the idea of divorce. Some people say the idea of divorce is foreign to them. Yeah, and so I they would rather stay in a loveless yes, marriage with their parents. With their parents' generation, uh, they would stick with it. Yeah. The person will beat them, they will hate the man, they will hate the woman. They will live passive aggressively. They will be there hating each other because the idea of, of living. living. What would they say? Yeah, will my children be able to get married because my mom, from from about, my mom has said it like she used to say it then in person that like a lot of women won't let their daughter their sons. That's what their daughters. Okay. They won't let their sons. They won't really care. Yeah. If it's a single if it's a single mother with boys too. Yeah. Uh, but with a girl. There's that enough where you see how yeah, the community works against women. Women, yeah. Because they want a single woman, if it's a single mother, or a divorced mother. If it's a widow, fine. But a single mother or a divorced mother. It's always a problem. It works against person with, with daughters. So like a married woman will say, ah, I can't let my son go and marry that one because the girl with X one day and leave. And leave, exactly. Single, that maybe should be a single mother. Which is such maybe, a which is such a minute myopic yeah, way of thinking. Yeah. No, they'll be like, ah. Maybe the girl will come and believe. And that's the thing. I remember as a child thinking that thing about how do you know what situation the person was placed in prior to the decision to leave? To leave yeah. If it's a single mother, now what if the man that the father of the child was beating her? She exactly. Like, I can't they don't care. It's or just the situation. Thing. The man left her there, and the husband she could have yeah. She had to face the child. Yeah. People have left situation because it didn't work for them. But why are you not saying? If it's a man that had a single age child, you can work with the man because is it that men don't misbehave as well? Exactly. So it's like it's like different yeah. ways of handling it, and those are the things that actually cause depression because in a I have, sense. I, have, I, have, I know, I know, I know. I have friends, female friends, who the only thing on their mind is marriage. When we had finished school, and kids, marriage. Somebody got married because all her friends were getting married, and now she's upset. She's not happy because she can't get pregnant and. It is like, and every day she's like crying, 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 crying. 
And I'm actually very question that she was like, I'm not sorry to put that business out there, but like she said then everybody was married. All her friends were married. And she was sitting at home. Nothing. Nobody was coming saying this to her. She was just there. We were giving birth. Because I feel like when I finished school, people in my class are getting married like at the at the I was even me, I was like, yeah, and I was like What's yeah, going on? You know, one of us was five years, they were getting married. I remember we were like getting married fast, fast. And I was like, ah, okay. Dude. So and And it's such a thing of pride. That's the funny thing. Like at twenty five, do you know yourself? Because I feel I feel like <laughs> if marriage was my thing, I got to marry at twenty five. <laughs> my God. I know that by now I've had it for because I would hate that I see The me of now. 25 and the I and the me of, of now. Because I would be looking at 25 person. My temper like, when I was 25. My temper now at 30. Yeah, totally different. different my whole life. Two separate lives. So I remember like then everybody was getting married like fast. And I kept thinking to myself, what is going on? Yeah. Because even now most of my friends are married or like don't have children. They'd be like, ah, me, they tell not to do this in my life. And I'm like, look. I'm not saying you cannot enjoy your life. I don't have a child or someone has to go back home to. Yeah. I'm not saying that when I reach 40, I'll still be going up and down. Yeah. I, I, I don't go to club or anything. My idea of fun is to go to restaurants mm. and eat with a couple of people and just yeah. we sit down, we just we eat and, and we go home. Yeah. Or randomly, my friend and I will just hang out yeah, in somebody's house. Talk. We drink and we go home. That idea of fun. And I feel like a lot of them, 23, they already get If you are by 30, mm-hmm. that people start looking at you like, what's doing this one? Da, 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 da. I'm from, I mean, I, I, this is where I don't really care. I don't care. I don't like, care. I, 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 I don't care. And I've said, people, I just don't, it's not something I ever wanted to do. Yeah. I feel like my job my, my, my best man at the internet soon, and I, I was telling my godmother, I was like, oh, yeah. I feel like we have to start getting ready for to plan a wedding because yeah. I feel like I get my time soon. And she was like, ha, before you. And I was like, okay. So what? I mean, I don't feel so gung-ho about like how you feel about marriage, where it's like, for me, I would love to get married. But you see the thing, I have I have set a thing for myself where it's like, I don't want to get married until I have my shit together. And what do I mean by totally having my shit together? And not maybe like 100%, but that. I am in the position to fend for somebody else outside myself comfortably. And what do I mean comfortably? I don't mean that I have to have billions in the account, but that I don't have to cut my neck every month to start thinking or every week to be like, oh, pot of soup, how are we going to do it? Uh, electricity bill, how are we going to do it? This one, this one, how are we going to do it? Like, I'm literally making ends meet as I am. So to bring another person to the equation, because... I've had conversations with like my mother's friends or their sisters and blah, 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 blah. And they always tell me, hey, don't worry. That there's a blessing that's always attached to getting married. And don't worry, people will draw your resources together. Things will happen. Da, 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 da. And that's all good and fine for them. But I have also seen people who are struggling. I have seen people who are stressed up. And um, what they call it, daycare right now is 250,000, 300,000. Dude, I can't even do a music video. You get, and then I'm gonna to have to be thinking of daycare for my child, uh-huh. or or you know, um, diapers and uh, uh, all these things. And when my child gets into a school, I have to get a good school, and those schools will cost like 500 to 1 million. And then when it's holiday, I have to start thinking of trips, and I have to think of clothes, and I have to think of all these things. 
I think of those things already now. And I'm te- and, and the way I have kind of planned my life is that it will come step by step. I am in no hurry. I really am in no hurry. Last year on my birthday, every single auntie that called me, they were like, ah, please do. This is the year that you bring somebody home. You have to get married. Though. That's even your cousin that got married at a so, 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 so age. That she got married at this age that you are in now. And now she has her children and she has a family that you too, you need to get married and stuff. And I'm like, y'all are not sitting down to tell me what's going on in your life. How is this music thing? How, how has it been? Y'all don't even want to know my journey. Y'all don't even want to know what's going on in my mind. You people will just want to hear that it's time for wedding. Oh, yeah, buy a show. You come and dance for 15 minutes and go and go home. Whatever I'm, I'm facing in my household, you don't care. However I'm, I'm eating, you don't want to know. But you want to come and have party. I was telling somebody recently that I, for the past few years, I've been seeing wedding. Wedding day. The wedding day is beautiful. The wedding day is glorious. Have I been seeing marriage? That's a different ball game. That's a different ball game. Because I have to spend my life with that person. I have to, I have to link up with that person. I have to do everything with that person. And it's not... I have, I have spent at least a good maybe 10, 10, 10 years. A good 10 years standing, you know, just being on my own, being out of school doing stuff, meeting people, having my own experiences. It's not an easy thing to just say, okay, well, I want to just latch on to somebody. If, first of all, I have not found myself, I have not, you know, fully understood what, what, are, my, what are my parameters, what are the things that I love and I don't love, before I now put that on somebody else and I, and I now accept that person's own baggage because everybody has a baggage. So these are the things when people say you need to get married, you need to have children, you need to do this, you need to do that. And I feel like that is what, you know, adds to this whole pressure of, oh, things need to happen. And then you see your friends. You see, I think it's peer pressure. I think it's the internet. I think it's culture. I think it's, um, even I will go as far as saying religion. I am all for, in fact, I'm all for Christianity because I'm a Christian and I take my, I take my spirituality very, very seriously. But I will, I will be the first person to tell you that even in church, people people stress you out. So they stress you out even in church. Because I have the upbringing of being in the choir. I've been in the choir since I was nine. I think I stopped being in the choir when I was 23, 24. Because they would not stop being in your business about one thing or the other. And I cannot live my life based on other, other people's whatever. When you people are not feeding me, do you get so that is that's another thing too, and and we don't have boundaries in this country. I keep on saying that thing, where it's like we 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 shine it today, we shine it tomorrow. The next thing you want to do is to ask me who is your girlfriend, when are you getting married, what is this, what is that, what's you that they do. Do you understand what I'm saying? Do you like like a random person? I remember this lady downstairs was like, I think we we're buying something. It was a long time ago. I was buying something downstairs, and the random thing she would tell me, Ah, don't you guys even cook? And I'm like, yeah, because I remember one time when I was where's what you do and I was like, ah, the fuck? everybody knows that you see delivery my hair is for me. What, 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 what? How is that your business? Are you the one buying the food for me? Do you understand what I mean? Like, why do we feel the need to? Because like, and uh, but all that was like, oh, if you get married, you have to, you, uh, you have to spend your money on. So basically, I should marry somebody to be a cook for me. Do you get? And I was like, I'm good. Like. I don't know, but anyway, like on this issue of depression, I think now that we we've, we've 
identified like, okay, these are the things that cause depression. What's the way forward? For me, I would always bank on therapy. I would always bank on getting, even without therapy step, the first step should actually get to, you know, there's this, this level from being depressed to clinically depressed. And the way to get to that stage is to go and meet a doctor and let the doctor say, okay, this is what you are going through. And this is the medication available for you. Do we even have that in Nigeria? We have, I heard like um, therapists are pretty expensive. In Nigeria, right? Because I think what even sparked this conversation that I was like, let's start, let's let's do a, a, an episode about it was that um, Toke was mentioning in her thing where it was like, you you feel depressed, you feel down, you want to go to a a, a pastor or an imam or whatever or a spiritual leader, and fundamentally they don't know how to handle this. They will just tell you go and pray, or they will not tell you. Like a friend of mine, a close friend of mine, told me that he was going through. Instead of depression last year, he went to go and meet a spiritual leader. The spiritual leader just kept on posting him until literally all they see is that they will see themselves in church, they will laugh, and rather they will smile and, and walk in separate ways. That he had to now look for ways to fix Our church has their, I'm not sure. From oh, they, Abuja. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Because I know her daughter studied that, so I feel yeah. like they do have that. Yeah, they do. So these are the things. Like, first things first, if you feel that you are. In a state of depression, okay. Um, there's this um, Twitter page, I'm, I'll keep talking. I'm looking okay. for it, so I'll talk about so, it. Just, so, uh, like so I'm nice. saying, first things first, once you feel like you are in a state of depression, I think the first thing you need to do is to find out definitely that okay, this is what I'm going through because there is a difference between prolonged sadness, bouts, prolonged bouts of sadness, and depression. So, first of all, find out what it is, don't just jump to conclusion or assume. Sometimes it will hit you like a ton of bricks, but treat it like a disease because I feel like the, I, I, I feel like I'm, I'm okay to say that depression is a disease. Do you get it? It's a mental disease. Okay? So, once you once you have gotten up to that level, go to a doctor. I think our culture, our culture doesn't really support this. Anytime you have like an issue, go to a doctor. Our culture is more of, anytime you have an issue, pray about it. Anytime you have problem, go to pharmacy and, and, and get a drug for your headache. You get. But it's better to just go to a doctor and be like, look, I feel like I'm depressed. Okay? But I need to talk to the right people. But the thing is, can you identify for me or can you um what's the word now? Can you can you see if I am truly depressed? Once the person can and this has to be a, a doctor that knows what he's doing, yeah. because in Nigeria you just don't know these days. So once the person knows, okay, this is what I am. Okay, what are the necessary things I need to do? Do I need to take some drugs to balance out what I'm going through? And when I say drugs, because I know a lot of people will hear drugs now and think, oh my god, exactly. Like get get anti antidepressants. Get, no, but I don't think it's everybody that does it. I don't feel I'm like saying, when you talk for to the people who, who, exactly uh, for the people who, exactly don't do anything without a doctor's. Uh, but you can't even get those medication without exactly yeah. without the doctor's advice. And then if you need therapy to go, I I don't know why I knew this. Maybe it's from watching movies and TV shows. Right from when I was young, right from when I was a teenager, I knew that it was necessary for people to go to therapy, especially in this country. It is very necessary for people to go to therapy and express themselves and vent because these days what we do is that because we we, we don't have the culture of therapy, we rely on friends, we rely on on people close to us. 
And to be fair, those people, there's only so far those people can go because those people are not fully equipped to dissect what you are going through and give you the necessary feedback that will actually help you in your yeah. process. They will only tell you things from a religious standpoint or from their limited experiences or whatever the case may be. Do you get what I'm saying? So it's better to go to a therapist who knows what they are doing and then they break down what you are going through and they help you in your process to recovery. Do you get do I feel that people can come out of depression? Highly, 100%. I felt I came out of depression. And my own story is that for, for my thing, there was something I was doing. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it here, but there was something that I was doing that I thought did not really have... And it's, I'm not saying it because um, the thing is like super bad. It's really not that big a deal. Most people do it. But there was something I was doing I don't know that because of that, it was, it was um, directly in conflict with the spirituality I was trying to build. And so because of that, it was opening the doors to, to or shining a light to the disappointments in my life. And that was what was making me depressed. So the minute I cut that thing out of the equation, I find now that I may get angry or sad for like an hour it will just die down. Like, nothing has depressed me in a while since I was effectively able to cut that thing out of the equation. Nothing has, you know, gotten me to that level and I thank God for that. So, yeah, I guess, I guess what you can do if you are dealing with depression, if you are fighting with depression or whatever the case may be, go and see someone about it. Don't sit down by yourself and don't wait. Don't think you can pray it away. Yes, there's a lot of power in prayer. I'll be the first person to tell you that. But God has also given us the intelligence to have people who are specialized in that field that can help you. It's just the same way with medicine. I can pray I can pray for sickness and whatever, but I'm not going to tell you, uh, as you are here now, you are hot, you, are, you, you have fever. Pray, pray, pray. The thing will calm down. God is the one that gave them. That's what I believe, though. God is the one that gave the doctors and the scientists and whoever those drugs to make so that when, when you fall sick, you can take those drugs and get healthy. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I mean? It's the same way I feel about therapy. Don't think you can pray away the depression. Talk to somebody. Talk to the right person, not just talk to somebody. How I feel. Yeah, so um, that's around me. You can reach out to um, mentally aware on... Uh, that's their name. Hold on, get it. Mentally aware ng on Twitter. I think they have like resources for therapists and people you can talk to, especially in this period where anxiety and everybody's anxiety will be up. It's really going up. Yeah. yeah. So you can talk to them. They are very they're like a very good resource for mental for mental health awareness yeah. in Nigeria. Yeah. So they have like a number you can call. You can you can email them or contact as mentally aware or ng. I have a site mentallyaware.org. Yeah, you can reach out to them on any of this. You can DM them on Twitter. It's mentally aware. Yeah, yeah good resource for mental health. Please don't if you're if you're currently going to depression or you go to depression on a normal state on and off. I think the first step is not to shut the world out. I would say something. I think it might not work for a lot of people. Yeah, okay. but gets. If you have a friend circle, or if you have 
A tribe. A tribe, basically. Yeah. That also works. I saw people who are going to generalize the same. Everybody. No, it doesn't work for everybody. But not everybody I mean, doesn't understand. You need to try it first to see whether. But I feel like you need to get that one person that you can always. Or a few, few people, yeah. That yes, you can back and forth. Yeah. Not everybody. I feel like you should know who you the are. The right people, yes. 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 So you can just. That person is your person. There's certain people that can never tell anything. Do I know? Yeah. I go ahead outside. Yeah. So, or they will even give me the wrong feedback. Yeah. So like, I know people that can handle. Like, I have a very, very close friend. But I wouldn't tell him. No, that's, I, I can tell him secrets and stuff. Oh. Yeah. But, like, something like if I was going to my. I can't tell him. I don't feel like he has the. the tools. Not the tools. I don't feel like he's strong enough to handle that. Yeah. Because it would worry him that he can't handle it. Yeah. So. Like a deserving of yes. yeah. So, even if he was going to. Through something like that he wouldn't tell me because he would feel the same way. No, I don't feel like he feel the same way. He just wouldn't know how to tell. He wouldn't tell anybody in general. I feel that's the thing with him. So I know who I can tell stuff. I know who I can't tell stuff. So it's easy. I feel like that's that's, that's the best advice I can give anybody. Just get you that one person that you can yeah. tell. Because even when when we talk about therapy in this country, therapy is, is not easy to come by. It's expensive. We don't know so, so like they're not easily accessible. It's not like when you go abroad yeah. and you see therapy everywhere, everywhere. The therapy is online, but they're expensive. Yeah, they're expensive. So fundamentally, get somebody that is on your level, on your wavelength, that gets you, that is your, that is close to you, that is kind of like your secret keeper, that gets you and can is wise enough and is is, is emotionally cap, uh, capable enough to dissect what you are sending and give you the right, most effective feedback. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. So, thank you guys for listening to another episode of Conversations with Friends. Yeah. My name is Namdi as usual. Yes, guys, stay safe, fool. Stay safe. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Sanitize. Use your face mask when you're going outside. Self-distance. Self-isolate, Abby. Self-isolate and, and social, social distance. We were lucky I mean, at this point, we're now, in the same room. <laughs> yeah, we are like very far from each other as a recording. It's the whole end of the album. So, but yeah, like distance yourself, wash, take, take. You know what? I feel sidebar. I feel like this this whole thing is just a way that God is teaching us to go back to fundamentals of just a basic hygiene. Okay. I mean, that's just me. Okay. Because my video, I don't wash your hands. Yeah, like it's, Adrian Bayon. As in, dirty pigs. <laughs> dirty, dirty pigs. <laughs> well, yeah, well, that means. Yeah, where can they reach you? Where can they reach you? You can reach me only here. No, right. <laughs> I don't know what's going on because first of all, rubbish. Like, those people are coming back for money after that. Yeah, that, no, that's, that's a no on both fronts. But I, I don't mean. Beg for money, I don't have money to give anybody. <laughs> so, you can. I, I, I work for the government, I don't have money to give anybody. You can ask for money, but ask for money politely. I feel like it is wrong. For you to be dropping your account number, like somebody, like people just having a conversation, you just come down and drop your account number. Like it's like, it's it's so cross. I feel like, like yeah. yeah, nobody owes you anything. No, that's like if anybody's doing it's an extra, it's yes. just a. I, so if, like, if I don't know you, it's even worse. It's worse. Yeah. So like, I know that this is the time where people need money or whatever. Yeah, they need help. Yeah, you're not the only one. Spanish dependent DM, it says. Exactly. Yeah.
or drop the comments with sins. That's all I've got to say. You guys stay safe. God will protect us and yes. we will survive this, hopefully. Yes. Oh, hopefully we will survive this. We'll sur- no, 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 we will survive this. It's, we'll not, survive it's this. not by by His grace. It's not like yeah. as if it's the end of the earth or as we know it. Things we things we have. But did you remember something? Yes, random. I was just something. That's one of you on Twitter. That like because you don't agree with somebody's opinion, you think that it's right for you to don't come and like. And I, some people have like stupid opinions about stuff. True. But I feel and like, is, like, and the thing is thing. this: when you have an opinion that people don't agree with, you are sort of annoyed that people don't agree with your opinion. You can agree to disagree. Person can keep being Everybody stupid. Everybody's valid to their opinion. That's it. Yeah. You, you can keep being stupid in your ah because I follow me and I have best friends. You have opinions on stuff I don't agree yeah. with. And life doesn't end. We keep it pushing. Yeah. I won't come and sing it this yeah, every day. Hello. I don't like this. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's not, not my. Yeah. It's not the personal problem to me. <laughs> it is the person's personal problem. True. Like some people will just be randomly dropping people to insult them. I know the people who have locked profiles that are like, going to insult people that have. Open profiles. your chest. Like. I keep saying that I wait for this somebody who like come and talk to me. Like, I keep saying people on Twitter. The day you come for me, before I will just block it's you. Going to be a problem. Now, if you try me, just try me with your address. Yes, location. Try me with your address. Open I don't up. care whether man or woman. Since you have that, since you have that energy, yeah, pull up with that energy. Yeah. My God, you pay salary. <laughs> You're so foolish. Now, oh, thank you, Jesus. Shut up, about <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you for listening. <laughs> on the lighter note. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, like you literally cannot remove this smile off your face. Oh my god, I'm so broke. <laughs> I'm so broke. Thank you. Bye. Bye bye. We didn't even say uh, what they call it. Um, social media handles: Yellow Music eighty eight on Instagram. Yes, yeah, basically. And please, and social is my song that I'm promoting now. I I feature John Oga on it, and. It's, I mean, it coincides with what's going on now with the corona thing. Although, I don't want to make that kind of like a thing. But, I mean, if you yeah. listen to the lyrics, you know that, yeah, it's kind of like, you know, advocating social distancing. But I, I, have, mean, a new, I have a newsletter. It's called Chatter the Newsletter. Yes! It's on Tiny Letter. Yes. It's on tinyletter.com slash chatter. You, if you go to my, God, I don't know. Say it with your chest. I'll put, I'll probably retweet it on his hand. <laughs> You can go there and read it. Yes. Remember, I really don't like go on my Twitter because I don't want people to be talking rubbish. Yeah. Because somebody was DMing me something that I didn't like. Hello, my name is something, something, something. My friend is called me Clitoris. And I was like, what the fuck is this? What the fuck is this? What the fuck is this? Those of you that just like people texting I'm not one of those people. No. Carry it to your Ashawa place. No. I'm not no. I'm not judging people, but keep no. it keep it pushing. No, don't do that. I like bad numbers, but please, my Twitter is my safe space. I'm there to enjoy life. Yes. I hear just about healthy conversation. If you want to text me about this thing, please just tell me, hello, Namji, are you ready for this? And I'll tell you, no. Don't be a virus. Yes. <laughs> Don't be the black plague, please. Stop rubbish. Don't be corona. The second coming. Mm. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you.